Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old USA. Hey, I hope everyone's having a great, great, great morning and got the Cafe Diem coffee percolating. And uh, I tell you what, man. It uh, it wakes you up in the morning, doesn't it? Uh, it's the official coffee of the Outdoors Dance Show, and don't forget, you can find uh, you can find Cafe Diem over there in Ankeny and Ames, both locations. It was born right here in Central Iowa, the voted best coffee house up in Ames for 16 years in a row, and Bill and his staff are doing it right. They roasted seven different kind of beans uh, each and every week right there at the store for you to take advantage of. And it's a perfect place to take a date, plan your next outdoor adventure, or just, hey, take a take a breath from the old good old hectic world. Great place to relax by the fireplace in Ankeny. And downtown Ames has got a great atmosphere as well. And don't forget, they're serving breakfast now. They got those great breakfasts going on. So if you're waking up right now and you're a little hungry, pack up the family and head over to Ankeny over across from DMAC or downtown Ames for some good, 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 good morning food there at Cafe Diem. And, uh, again, tell them Outdoors Dan sent you, will you? They're really good. Uh, there, we got a fun show for you. We were going to be talking with Jake Jacobs. I don't know if we're uh, going to be able to get a hold of him or not. We've been trying. Uh, he is with Arctic Shield. I know Arctic Shield. What are you? Cold weather gear? Yeah, we're going to talk. We were going to talk a little. We'll still talk a little about it. Cold weather gear. The reason we're doing that, you need to get your cold weather stuff now because I'm telling you, last year, I went and got, uh, I got cold is what I did. It was so cold. We had all that really pretty weather and I went to go buy, uh, some heated socks and, uh, some, some other gear. Cause I had to go out there and sit. It was five degrees to minus zero, uh, a couple of days I was freezing and I put a little Mr. Buddy heater in some of those, uh, heater blind or cover blinds and stuff, but you still got cold after sitting out there for four or five hours. So trouble is. In November, December, when you want cold weather stuff, it's sold out. It's gone. You can't find it. You can't find it online. I tried finding those flambu uh, heated socks. Gone. So if you're going to be hunting in late season in cold weather, you need to make sure that you're outfitting yourself now. Otherwise, you're going to be like I was last year, freezing to death. <laughs> Man, I, I just, and the older you get, it's it's crazy. You just I just cannot handle 
um, the cold like I used to. It used to not bother me so much, but boy, I tell you what, after I turn 50, it just, it's just, it's cold. Andrew's over there, man, on the phones. If you want to call in, the numbers to call are 515-244-1350, 244-1350. And if you do that, uh, we'll get you on the show. I hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. And at the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to be talking to Hans from High Mountain Seasonings. We're going to be talking a little bit about the new sausage and stick recipe uh, spices and kits that they got out now. And uh, also, uh, they've got some burger seasonings. Great for venison burgers, and uh, they got some other stuff that uh, they introduced this year. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Sponsor of the week is JLM Guns. Don't forget, you can get the Make the Outdoor uh, Great Again shirts, the uh, the Mogo shirts. Uh, they're twenty dollars a piece. They're three X, two X, and I think XLs in stock still. I think there's twenty shirts left. I think Mike said. And uh, if you get out there, we're gonna do some special contests. If you Go out and buy uh, Make the Outdoors Great Again shirt at JLM Guns in Urbandale. Uh, I tell you what, we'll, we're going to do something special for all you uh, MoGo shirt wearers. Uh, we'll do that here next in uh, September, October. We'll do a special little contest and see what's going on there as well. Uh, let's see. Live stream is up on Facebook. If you are out of the uh, broadcast area for 1350 ESPN, you want to hear the show, just go to my Facebook page and I will... Uh, be, be glad to see you and uh, we got that up running right now need to si say good morning to Jeff Klubach Richard Grimes uh, Donovan Huell good old good old Donovan Triple H Dusty Loftus John Fox Corey Weaver Jim Norris Jeff Shouts Tony Casey Tim Hugh Philip Vanderpool P. Vitty's watching good good to see P. Vitty Sean DeBuff uh, Dr. Don's actually listening to us online Jim Fedeker Andrew Esquire, Esquire, Andrew, I apologize if I said that wrong. Glenn, uh, Glenn Nichols down here in Missouri. I know Glenn, uh, and just tune in, headed south to east to plant food plots. Andrew says nobody in the chair. There's never anybody chair unless it's during the breaks, Andrew, because I got to do it in the studio, the other studio. So it's, you just, that's, we call that the phantom broadcaster. Neil Sanders is tuning in online. So there you go. All right. Let's see what's, uh, so we were going to talk to Jake Jacobs. I just texted him too. I don't know where Jake is. He said he would be ready this morning. Somebody must have overslept. Yeah, we, I got a hold of those guys. Arctic Shield makes these, um, they're, they're like a body suit. Um, and they got a new, they got a, they got a brand new, they got bought out by a company called Absolute Outdoors. And I didn't know this until I called them because I was wanting to get some specs on the, on the heated suit. Um, I had used Arctic shield boot, their boot, like boot wraps. Um, I had, I had a pair and they were kind of getting really worn out. Cause if it's super cold, even with my, uh, 1600 lacrosse boots, if you're sitting in a stand, um, or if you're sitting out in a blind for, for really a long time, especially in a stand, if it's cold and windy, the, uh, anytime you put your boot down on your stand, that, that cold through the, your metal of the stand comes and absorbs through that boot. I, unless you put carpet and stuff, which I don't like to do cause you can get ice and some other stuff up on that stuff, uh, by putting that on there. So I started using those Arctic shield boot wraps. Um, they just slip on like a slipper over your boot. Once you get to your stand, you get in, you're, you're strapped in, you're safe. You put those on and boy, that really helps cut the contact with the, with the, uh, stand and it, it helps insulate your boot and keep your feet warmer. 
and I've and I've had pretty good luck with them to be honest with you. They're not a sponsor. Uh, they this I just thought it was a good product. I bought it and I've been using them. Well, I called and they actually did some upgrades on some on those products as well as their heater suit. Um, and the heater suit, you just it's like a sleeping bag for a hunter that you wear in a blind or a tree. And, uh, it's really nice. It's got like, a, um, uh, Oh, what do you call them? Suspenders? You know, like you got, uh, like a, like suspenders. You, it's got suspenders that go over your shoulders and it fully zips up. And when you got a deer coming in you got inside zippers, so you keep your hands and everything. It just helps maintain your body heat. And it's super, it's super quiet. It's super light. Um, but it, uh, it really helps you on those really cold, bitter days to be able to sit out there and stand, uh, the, the wind, especially if it's wind, it, that wind will cut through. I don't care what clothes you're wearing. If it's windy, that wind will actually cut through there. Um, and just and once, I don't know about you, but when my hands and my feet get cold, I, I I'm pretty much done. I just can't hang out very much, uh, like I used to. And, uh, I'm just telling you, uh, those are two good options for you. And I wish Jake was on the show cause he could tell us about the new, bo- uh, new bonding process and some of the new, uh, insulators that they got in those suits. Uh, because I'm not going to be able to tell you as good as he is cause those guys make the product. But anyway, but anyway, um, if you go and, uh, check it out, go to ArcticShield.com and, uh, or go up to your nearest sporting goods store. And if they got the Arctic Shield products, just tr- check them out for yourself. They're, the boots and stuff, the boot covers, they're great because you can put them in your pack. And then, like I said, once you get all snugged in up in your stand, you just slip them on. And it really does. Another thing it does is it makes, um, it cuts the noise from your boots on your stand. So, like, if you, you ever had a deer coming in and you went and switched your, you moved just a little bit with your foot and you had that squeak. You don't squeak with those boot covers on. It's real. It helps break some of the noise too, which is really kind of cool. But yeah, anytime after December uh, or in December through January, if, if I'm out hunting, I always make sure I have that. And if it's if it's below 25 degrees, I I, I have that suit with me because I tell you what, it just really makes a big difference. And especially if you're taking younger hunters out, you want to. You know, I've said this for years on the show. Whatever you spend on yourself to outfit yourself with boots and with clothing, you want to spend the, the same amount or get the same quality for the younger hunters that you're taking out there as well. Don't go because you want them to be warm and dry and comfortable. You want them to enjoy the experience. If they go out there and they're freezing, if you don't outfit them as well as they're, you're, you're outfitting yourself, they're not going to enjoy it. I mean, just put yourself in their position. We, and that's the future of the sport folks. We want to make sure those kids, um, are out there and they're safe, they're warm, they're comfortable. And, uh, (laughs) thank you, Glenn. I appreciate that. Uh, we just want to make sure they're enjoying the, uh, the outdoors as much as we are. Make sense. Agree. I, I, I think that's only fair myself, but there you go. Ah, yeah. I love live radio, especially when the people, uh, you know, things happen. You never know what's going to happen. I'm telling you. So I went down to Archery Field and Sports yesterday. I was down there and uh, did some broadhead tuning. If you don't know what broadhead tuning is, um, you when you when you get your bow, you want to have your, make sure that your bow is tuned uh, with your field points when you first set up your bow, and then make sure that the bow is, you know, the break uh, that everything the center shots right, the uh, the the knock heights right, and when you shoot through paper, that's called paper tuning, or or you, you should get what's called we call a bullet hole. 
and it looks just like a little, just a little bullet hole with three little fletchings that when it goes through there, when you start seeing that kind of a, uh, penetration through paper, you know, that your bow is, is operating in maximum efficiency. Well, when you put a broadhead on your arrow that actually lengthens the spine of your arrow, the, the, the stiffness, and it can change the tune of your bow a little bit. So like what I want to do is, uh, when I put my Magnus broadheads on is I'll go out there and I'll shoot and then I'll shoot a field point. I'll shoot a, a broadhead arrow first. And then I'll shoot a field point. If they don't fly exactly at the same spot, then I'll do a couple of things on my elites. They've got a, what's called an LTE system, LTR system, and it's on my cable guards and I can move that in and out to help move my cables or the, the pitch of my cam to, to center shot or tune my bow a little bit better. I can do that. Or if you have a typical, uh, archery rest, then you can move your rest in and out to align so your arrows are hitting the same, whether it's field points and broadheads. Now, why is that so important? Well, the reason that that's important is because um, you want to make sure if you're out going out west like I am for an elk, if you got a longer shot, you know, any time that you have distance in your shot, that arrow, if there's any anything that's not right, the farther out that arrow goes, the more uh, critical those the error of your bow becomes. So if you're shooting good, good morning, Bill Armstrong. Good to see you, buddy. Um, if you're shooting at 20 yards and you're you're dead center, you're hitting everything. You go out to 30 and shoot. And if your arrows are like an inch to the right or an inch to the left, drop back another 10 yards to 40. It's going to be a couple inches to the right or to the left, whichever way it's going. And th- if you move your rest or move that LTR system, like on my elite bows. Um, you can take that where and, and move that back where it needs. If you just move your sights, it's not, you're not you're not really fixing the problem, and you can still have incorrect arrow flight the farther out you go. And if you're going out west, if you're mule deer hunting or elk hunting or moose hunting, you know a 40, uh, 45, 50 yard shot is not uncommon out west. I know that sounds like a long distance, but out west it's not. And the size of those animals, your the vitals on those animals are almost as big as a basketball especially on a a caribou, on an elk, a moose, a red stag. I mean, you're talking about a huge, huge vital area. So most people, if you go out and shoot 10 to 15 arrows every day, you're going to be able to hit that. Now here in the Midwest, an average archery shot is is 18 to 20 yards. I think it's 18 yards in North America, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, most people, I've got a rule on on my shots. Uh, and that is, I try to keep on whitetails at 25 yards and in. Now I can make a shot out to 50 or 60 yards, but on a whitetail, I just would never take that shot. So it, everybody has their own limitations. You should know your limitations. And I'm not going to tell somebody else, you know, what's an ethical shot and what's not. You you know what your limitations are, and we'll just go from there. Mike Parker, good morning. Mike Connell, good morning. Uh, John Trimbley, good morning. Oh, I think Jake is on the line. And uh, Paula Cox, good morning, Paula. Good to see you on Facebook Live. Charles Kitt, good morning. Roger, good morning. Monty Lewis, good morning. Hang on. Neil Sanders, good morning. Let's go say hi to Jake real quick and see what he's up to. Is Jake, is this Jake from State Farm? <laughs> well, something like that, yep. Yeah, you <laughs> slip in, didn't you? A little bit. Uh-huh. That's all right. Thanks for calling us back, buddy. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? I'm good. I was telling everybody about the product and uh, why they need to order their stuff now because if they did like I did last year and tried to get it in December or January when you're freezing, you're going to be out of luck. 
Yeah, last year was a good year. Uh, it was a, I guess it was a normal fall and winter, and, and, and people were in, in need of the Arctic Shield products. So. Well, it wasn't normal here in Iowa. I, it was after January. It was ridiculous. I mean, it, it just took forever to get over with. But yeah, Jake, I already kind of went over the the the, the suit and then uh, the mo- the cover the foot coverings and everything. Yep. Let's uh, let's talk about why or how how is your suit made so people can understand how efficient this thing is. Well, what we use is a reflective insulation, and we call it retain. Mm-hmm. And what happens is your body heat is your your heat source or anything that we make with the retained technology. And as your heat leaves your body, it goes out and it's reflected back to your body. So uh, we've done some independent tests um, and proving what we say, it reflects back over 90% of your body heat back to you, um, where a traditional insulation is just slowing down your, um, your body heat loss and it's just slowing down that process where our insulation actually reflects that body heat back to you. Mm-hmm. And when you put it on, be it the suit, be it the, uh, the boot insulators, you can actually feel that heat coming back to you. And, uh, and that's what provides the difference in anything that we make. You know, I'll, and one thing, folks, and I didn't mention this earlier, too, the nice thing about it, if you have that Arctic Shield bodysuit, um, what's nice about that. You can just wear uh, your regular camouflage pants. I'd still would wear a base layer underneath there, especially if it's under twenty degrees. But going to your stand and from your stand, you don't have to have those uh, bulky insulated bibs and and uh, bigger coats and stuff on. You can dress down just a little bit because you're going to stay warm while you're walking. And then once you get to your stand and get up there and you're strapped in, you got your safety vest on. Then you can unfold that that's that uh, that Arctic Shield bodysuit and put that on. And you're going to maintain that heat. Um, and it, what I was telling everybody, Jake, the way you guys have got that made with the suspender system and that, it just, you could, you're, if you got a deer starting to come in, you start seeing movement, you can take it and unzip it from the inside. It's super quiet. And you can slip that off your shoulders and you're ready to take the shot. And then once that uh, happens, you can put that right back on and, until you're ready to go and recover your animal. It makes it a lot easier to stay warm out there all day, especially if it's super cold and windy. Correct. And yeah, and like you said, with the, with the internal suspenders, you can just put those on before you, um, and while you unzip the suit, it just slides off your shoulders. It doesn't fall all the way to the ground that way. Minimizes the chaos that's going on in the stand and, uh, just makes you a little more silent, and quiet and less, uh, less noticeable. Well, yeah, and, you know, listen, too, those are good for ground blinds as well because you don't have to carry, you know, a heater and everything out there with you. And heaters are fine, but they, they don't work to keep you as warm as as what uh, you think it does unless you're in, like, an enclosed heater. If you're in a regular hub-style blind, you're still going to get cold. And I, I don't know about you, Jake, but I don't like using heaters as much, especially if you're, if you're bow hunting because you got that deer at 15 to 20 yards Sometimes they can hear that, especially, you know, heaters will sputter with the propane. They'll, Absolutely. They hear that. And I don't know if they smell it or see it as much. I, I don't, I don't see them scent checking. Um, cause I still run my ozonics and stuff in the blinds and that, but, yep. um, but I do know they hear that popping noise and stuff. And, uh, you know, if folks, if you've ever used a heater in the blind, um, they'll make a popping noise once in a while, or they'll make that shh where that propane's shooting, that sputters. 
and you exactly. get and, and it can spook your deer. I mean, I've had it happen. Yeah, and you know, it's just more stuff that you got to carry in too, and this is just minimizing the uh, amount of stuff you got to carry in. Because the nice thing about the bodysuit, it rolls up like a sleeping bag when it's pretty compact, and, and you just throw it over your shoulder and you haul it in, and you don't have to wear as much clothes. Um, you can just slip that on when you get there. Excuse me, and uh, yeah, it just helps. It just minimizes the amount of stuff you're doing. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then I was telling them about the foot the foot slippers too. Those are so nice. I've been using those for a long, long time. I re- I like the upgrades you guys did from the pair I had 15 years ago. I mean, <laughs> you, uh, it was night and day difference. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, that's that was the original product in the Arctic Shield line, and uh, it's still our best selling product. You know, it just it makes it easier. Uh, and what their boot covers do, it's again, it's just reflecting your body heat back to you. Um, when you put those on, you can feel your body heat. You can feel it. It feels like an oven almost. You're putting your feet into it. And it allows you, and we even put it on our back. And you, um, you know, you can wear lighter weight boots. It works better with like 400 or 600 gram boots. So you don't have to wear big, heavy, bulky pack style boots into the stand. Uh, just, it's easier to walk in that way. You're not big clunky boots and, uh, your feet are going to stay warm all day. And if you keep your feet warm, Usually with most people, that's the first thing that get, gets cold. So Yeah, and you can throw them in your pack. They're easy to pack yep. in and out. They, they roll right up. And, they're and you know, anytime you can cut your contact with that metal stand is when it's super cold. Because uh, if you, if well, anybody that goes out there hunts, I don't care what kind of boot you're wearing. If, after a couple hours, that cold starts coming, from, that comes transfers from the metal into your boot. You can, your feet will get cold, especially if it's windy. Absolutely. Yeah. And that really, you know, another thing too, I already told them this too, but if you're wearing that boot cover, it really helps keep you quiet when you're moving your feet too. It's super nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's, uh, the fabric, it's a polyester, it's a brush Trico exterior. So it's a quiet fabric. Um, and then again, you know, like, you know, if your feet are warm, you're not moving, you're not wiggling, trying to keep your feet warm, doing things that you do to try and keep the blood flowing. So it just, it just works. Yep. Hey, Jake, hang on. i got to hit a real quick break. Folks, we'll be right back on Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. My guest is Jake Jacobs with uh, Arctic Shield. Jake, you still there, bud? I am. All right, yeah, man, I tell you what, it, it really... I was telling everybody when it, whenever you're taking uh, younger kids, especially or people out, make sure that you're outfitting your them as much as you are yourself. Or you know, don't don't skimp on buying them what you're they're buying yourself because you want them to enjoy the outdoors as much as you are. And it's important that we do that because we want them to be as comfortable and dry as you are, right? Absolutely. You know, and that's the thing. I can remember going out as a kid. You know, just being cold feet. And miserable and just trying to tough it out. And if you can keep them warm, keep them comfortable, they're just going to enjoy it that much more. And uh, just want to keep coming back with you. So, yeah, always want to take care of that. Hey, anything new out there from Arctic Shield you want to tell the folks about? Yeah, we do. We uh, got a bunch of new stuff this fall that's going to be on on the shelves. And uh, one one suit in particular is our Sherpa fleece. Um, great for bow hunters. It's a, a fleece. Um, exterior, it's waterproof, it's breathable, it features a routine active, 
um, which also is windproof and, and provides um, some reflective heat back to you. Um, same principles of our as our regular retain and, and um, just a fantastic bow hunting suit. So that'll be out this fall too. So great. All right. Well, where can they see all this great stuff at? Um, we got product at uh, Sportsman's Warehouse. I heard the ad while we we're on hold. Um, Shields, which I know is down in Iowa for sure. Um, you can check it all out on our website, and we have all our dealers located on there too. So yeah. And what's the website, real quick, Jake? Arctic Shield outdoors.com com. all right buddy well listen i'm glad we caught up with you i'm sorry that it was uh, abbreviated a little bit but um we'll try and get you back on again if you guys got anything going on you want me to pass along to the listeners get a hold of me uh get a hold of me and we'll get you right back on again okay sounds good jake thanks for everything man have a good weekend thank you there he goes folks jake jacobs with uh arctic shield really good guy and I tell you what, like I said, that stuff will make your day if you got to sit out there all day. Um, and uh, when you're cold, I like I said, when my hands or my feet get cold, I just I'm pretty much done. I just can't hang out there like I used to. So, yeah, I know um, I got a buddy of mine. He all he wears is electric stuff, and he had his stuff his stuff failed on him last year. He was not happy. He was cold. So. That electric stuff's great. I And I got electric socks. I do. Um, and sometimes they work really well and sometimes they don't. But it's always better to have stuff like that with you from like Arctic Shield because that way it's foolproof. It, you don't have to worry about electric or anything going, batteries failing or anything like that. Because sometimes you're hunting in unideal conditions, you know, really, really cold. Oh, it's, there's, there's a lot of times it's miserable out, but you still got to go because it's deer season. Exactly. So yeah. you want something that's foolproof absolutely. that can work. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. Uh, 7.30 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. I uh, got to talk to Nitzel. Uh, Nitzel was actually out at a gun show last week doing holsters, so good to see that Dave's out and about. Deer licenses are on sale as of August 15th. Did you know that? I know a lot of folks are putting their, getting out of their pajamas and getting dressed and their camo and going to the store as soon as they heard that right now. So there's plenty of doe tags and stuff going on. Uh, and most counties, uh, there's more than 700 licensed sales agents statewide and online. You can actually buy your stuff online. Did you know that? At iowadnr.gov. Resident Iowa hunters may only purchase one deer license for a gun season and one, uh, one any deer license for archery and one county-specific antlerless deer-only license, okay? And then once once uh, you, we get to a certain point, then it'll be on uh, the number of county-specific license quotas for antlerless deer-only has changed for 24 counties. 20 counties' quotas increased in four County quotas decreased. Hunters may purchase only one antron license until September 15th, and then as many as you want after the season ends or the quota is filled up. So you can buy one now, and then after September 15th, you can buy as many as you want. So I know a lot of folks like to go fill the freezer, man. So Phil, good to see you. Thanks for watching us on Facebook. Jeff, Tim Seamer, Mark, Rid out. Thank you very much. Why didn't I just do? I didn't want to do that. Go back, go back, go back. And let's see. I think I'm caught up with everybody. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Deer licenses. I got to go get mine. I forgot to do that yesterday. I was at Sportsman's and what did I go up? I went up there to buy a bag and then I knew there was something else I wanted to get yesterday and I forgot. I get, I'll go do that today and get my tag. Come on, Dan. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting old. <laughs> 
I know I forgot something. <sighs> oh, I can't yeah. wait to actually sound like that. Oh, I don't ever want to sound like that. I just, <laughs> you know, Jenny says I'm old already anyway. So we've already got, uh, we already got almost over a hundred reports of mortality from five counties, uh, as far as the EHD, uh, the vast majority of the outbreak has occurred in Southern Warren County and Northeast Clark County. Uh, but Polk County, Clark County, Decatur County, and a few other ones are being, uh, are being in the, uh, in the process of finding dead deer with EHD, which stinks. I'm sorry. I hope it doesn't get as bad as it did five, six years ago. Cause man, that was miserable. I'm telling you, but, uh, just make sure if you're out there checking cam- cameras, <laughs> give it time. Monty's laughing at my old man voice. <laughs> Thanks Monty. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel old when I get up in the morning, man. It's just like, oh, is that really how I feel? Crack, crack, crack. Uh, it's just not good. Uh, what was I just talking about? Oh, the EHD. Uh, you just walk. If you're going out checking cameras, uh, make sure that you're walking your creeks, checking your ponds. And, uh, you know, make, and uh, we want to make sure that uh, you call the DNR if you do find any uh any deer and um, want to make sure those totals are up and about. So uh, Sally deer licenses went on sale August 15th. There you go. Monty's laughing at me on Facebook right now. There you go. All right, let me take another quick break. And when we come back, uh, we'll see Usually we do the Dave Nitzel uh, sportsman's warehouse report, but since Dave is still out on medical leave, uh, we'll come back and just uh, give you a fishing report real quick here on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning and uh, enjoying whatever you're doing out there. Boy, nice day to go out and check trail cams or put stands up with them. We got a little bit of rain this morning, so there you go. All right, uh, if I can find my fishing reports here real quick, I will do the fishing reports. And I know I just, uh, I know I got them on here. Hang on, there we go. All right, uh, Blackhawk is reporting good, uh, fair to good. Bluegills, walleye are slow. Channel catfish bite is slow. Brushy Creek, uh, crappies are fair. Use a minnow or crawler on a jig. Fish near submerged, submerged, submerged structure in five to ten feet of water. Submerged. You want to fish in those submerged areas. That's right. There you go. Largemouth bass bite is good. North Twin Lake walleye are fair. Storm Lake white bass are fair. Walleyes are fair. Channel cats are fair. Beads Lake crappie is good. Clear Lake walleye fair. Channel catfish bite is good right now. Crystal Lake bass bite is good. Gills are good, and so are the crappie. East Ogaboji gills are good. Yellow bass are uh, good. Northern pike are good there. Uh, Lost Island Lake, walleye are fair, bass are fair, channel catfish bite is good. Sarah Spirit Lake, the walleyes are good, perch is good. And let's see here. Lake Meyer, gills are fair, crappie are fair, bass are good. Big Woods Lake, crappie bite is fair. Brinker Lake, crappie bite is fair. Uh, they're catching fish around structure, structure with uh, minnows under a bobber. 
Mississippi River looks like everything's fair. Pool 17, pool 19, no reports. Uh, Lake Belvedere, the bass bite is good. Gills are fair. Channel catfish bite is fair there. Lost Grove, bass are good. Crappie are fair. Gills are fair. Hawthorne Lake, the largemouth bass bite is fair. Rubber worms and spinners along the rock jetties on the face of the dam are producing some nice bass. Channel catfish bite is fair. Gills are fair. Lake Wapolo, the catfish bite is fair. Bass are fair. Gills are fair. Rathbun is reporting channel catfish bite is good. Crappie slow. Wipers are good. Walleye are slow. Uh, they're trolling uh, crankbaits that are imitating gizzard shad on bo or bottom bouncers with an eye crawler for best results. Big Creek, the walleye bite is slow. Wipers are good. Uh, Des Moines River, Sailorville to Red Rock, channel catfish bite is good. Uh, let's see. Don Williams, crappie bite is good. Bass are good. Red Rock. Reservoir, the white bass is good. Sailorville Reservoir, the white bass bite is good. Lake Anita, the crappie and gills are fair. Lake Manawal, wiper bite is okay. Uh, that's it. There you go. 12, I'm sorry. Three mile walleye bite is fair and the largemouth bass are fair as well. So there you go. All right, let me go back to my Facebook Live thing. Michael saying hi to Michael. Jose. I got that. All right. 244-1350-244-1350 if you want to call in and say hi. Uh, Decatur County had three counts of EHD from my last report. So there you go. Pheasant, quail, rabbit, and dove and partridge harvests all increased in 2018. Did you hear that? Pheasant hunters harvested nearly 320,000 roosters in Iowa during the 2018 season which was the highest harvest total since 2008. How about that? <whistles> yeah. Don't you love our sound effects? Uh, 2017 hunters harvested an estimated 221,000 roosters statewide. 2018 roadside surveys are underway. Um, they, uh, or the 2019 surveys are underway. Excuse me. The 18 survey showed the pheasant population was 39% higher than in 2017. And let's see. Uh, Todd Bogenschutz, who's our DNR wildlife biologist, uh, one of them, says we're glad to see an increase in hunter success, but based upon our pheasant population, we should see harvest numbers in excess of 500,000 birds. The primary factor holding our harvest totals down is the lack of hunters. Get out there and hunt. Go hunt. <sighs> let's see. Even with the positive forecast last year, we saw a 4% drop in the number of pheasant hunters. Well, come on. We need to do something about that, folks. The harvest and participation estimates were based upon the results of a random survey of licensed hunters following the 2018-19 hunting seasons. Iowa, Iowa's quail harvest totals follow the same trend. Hunters harvested an estimated 47,000 quail last year which was the highest total since 2007. The quail harvest increase was also expected based upon the August roadside survey of last year. So survey uh, estimated hunters harvested 123,000 wabbits. Where, you know, where's my sound effects? I, come on, man. Are, do we not have those anymore? We are working on those. Yeah, I miss my Elmer Fudd going, ah, we're hunting wabbits. You know, come on. We haven't had that for a while. I know. Let's get on it, Andrew. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, da, 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 da. And, okay, so 
Hunters harvested an estimated 47,000 quail last year, which was the highest total since 2007. The quail harvest increase was also expected from the survey results. Uh, for comparison, we had similar quail population in 1995, but five times the quail hunters. They harvested an estimated 250,000 quail. Survey estimated hunters harvested 123,000 rabbits, nearly 81,000 squirrels, and nearly 119,000 doves. How about that? So the DNR is in the process of conducting its survey right now for 19. We'll let you know the results of that as soon as it comes out. Don't forget, uh, quail or uh, dove season starts September 1st. Uh, the results of the survey will be online by September 10th. Iowa pheasant season begins October 26th. All right. Got some reports of EHD in Dallas County yesterday. This is from Just Reeling. Uh, working today and walking creeks and ponds tomorrow. All right, Just. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Monty Lewis. Uh, typical co. <laughs> Uh, I have no idea what uh, Andrew... Oh, Andrew's not a Cubs fan, Monty. He's not. Uh, no more pheasant, pheasant hunters. No uh, no more pheasant hunters. More for me. Uh, well, there you, well, no, Andrew. We want more pheasant hunters. We want... Good morning, Jeff Gass. Good, uh, good to see you, buddy. I want. We need to, you know, make outdoors great again. We need to get out everybody out there hunting and fishing. Trust me. All right, uh, 7.46 and some change. Uh, let me hit another quick break, and when we come back, we'll tell you about some more stuff going on. First hour, again, brought to you in part by our good friends out at Cafe Diem. Thanks to Bill and Dixie and all the gang at, in uh, both locations at Ames and Ankeny. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. You want to call in 244-1350, 244-1350 is the numbers to call, and we'll get you on there. I hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning and enjoying what you're doing. So, Andrew, did you see the Cardinals won again last night? In dramatic fashion. Well, I don't know if it was dramatic. They hit a lot of home runs. Yeah, that was pretty dramatic. 13 runs, 13 to 4. Yeah. And on the night where the Cubs lost, too? I mean, heck. What did I say in April? It's going to be between the Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Brewers. It's going to be so close. It's so close. One day the Cardinals are in first place. The next day the Cubs are in first place. The next day the Cardinals are in first place again. I mean, the the Cubs are horrible on the road. That's, yeah. that's what's killing them. You know, but uh, go Cards. Got a roof for my Cardinals. Well, it's interesting. The Cardinals are doing much better on the road this year than they were last year. And the Cubs, just to put it into perspective, have as bad of a road record as the Detroit Tigers, who are one of the worst teams in the MLB. Yeah. Good morning, Tom Casey. Thanks for watching us on Facebook. Tom Casey, one of my old KTRS buddies. I don't know. I, I just, I listen, I, I don't know if the Cardinals are, I don't think they're going to make it far if they make it to the playoffs. I just don't know if they got the pitching. You know, their pitching is actually pretty good. Their, their bullpen, I think their bullpen ERA is one of the tops in the league. But I, I man, they just, they're, <laughs> Cardinals are, what was that? Glenn, Cardinals or Brewers are here the 15th. There, oh, there you go. 
Um, I just don't know. They, they're so inconsistent on their hitting. They lost two to one the other night. And then they win 13 to three, you know, and they got good. They got good players. I don't know what's going on, but well, it, it does have more to do with their starting rotation than anything else. Well, you know, listen, and I'm, I'm no, I'm just an outdoors guy here, but uh, you know, I'm a fan, but Wainwright, I, uh, you know, Wainwright's been good for so long. Go Braves. <laughs> hey, that good Andrew, person right there. Andrew, yeah, Andrew, Andrew and Andrew, both of you guys are Braves fans. Figure great that. Great name, great team. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, Wainwright, man, he, you know, usually he's good at home and he's horrible on the road, but last night he was good. He did good. Uh, but I don't know. I just, you know, it just gets, all I know is the hockey season and football starting. So go Blues. Let's get another Stanley Cup. I was so upset when I found out that uh, they did not re-sign uh, my buddy, uh, Pat Maroon. Yeah. That got a lot of, uh, I got a lot of talk. Well, here's the thing. And again, I'm just an outdoor guy. But I'm, how many folks, if you're a Blues fan, and you know we love the Wild, the Iowa Wild, uh, Iowa Wild tickets are now on sale, by the way. Uh, we'll have our, uh, Andrew, we'll have our season tickets again. We they came back for another year. Yes. Thanks for the Iowa Wild. But uh, with the Blues, I mean, I'm so sick of seeing our guys get thrown around. Patty Maroon, you're not just an outdoor guy. You're our friend, sir. Oh, Glenn, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Um, Patty Maroon was one of the few guys. Him and Ryan O'Reilly could stand in front of the net and score without getting thrown all over the place. And I, I was just sad to see Maroon. Not, they didn't sign him, so... We'll see what happens, but, you know, go Blues and, you know, go Wild. Do what? <laughs> no, I was just I was going to say the same thing. Go Blues, go Wild. Yeah, Don't yeah. forget about the Wild. You know what I love about the Iowa Wild? You know what their slogan is? The hunt is on. That's perfect. I know. That's what I say. We, they're going to get us some shirts, too. We're going to have Iowa Wild shirts that say genius. the hunt is on. So we'll be giving those away during the Iowa Wild. When we give away tickets, we'll try and get some shirts and stuff to give away, too. All right, I uh, need to tell you about the fine folks at Herman's Fine Jewelers, Donnie and Frank. Talk about hunting. Are you hunting for a really nice little piece of treasure there or hunting for a diamond to, to make somebody's day? Well, the hunt's over if you go to Herman's Fine Jewelers. They're over there at 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines. You can go out there and see why they've been in business in Iowa here for 38 years, helping people find treasures that that's going to make a big impression. They do that each and every day at Herman's Fine Jewelers. Their phone number is 222-2600. Gloria. Yes, Glenn, I know. I actually got yelled at in St. Louis because I played Gloria the other night on my other show. Quit playing that song. Okay. You may be going a little overboard with that song. Well, I haven't played it in a while. I was talking about the blues. Anyway, Herman's have got in-store jewelry repair. They can do custom jewelry. Uh, you name it, they can do it. They've got jewelry for any budget. Tell Donnie and Frank Outdoors Dan sent you. Will you please? They do an amazing job at Herman's Fine Jewelers. There you go. All I know is I'm going to be in elk camp in a couple weeks. And I can't wait to hear that. Hear the cow elk chirping and hear that. Hear the elk bugles. That hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Keep my day job. I know. I'm sorry. Often imitated, underrated. That's me. Not to a T. 
That old Cafe Diem coffee. That's all right. Do what? Do what? Lucky duck. I didn't get there today. Cafe Diem? No, I I'm didn't. just glad you made it to the studio. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Me yeah. Too. I, I, I got to tease Andrew because I, I call him like, are you awake? <laughs> <laughs> He's been so good the last couple of weeks. I've been diligent. You only messed what, How long have you been doing the show now? Oh, boy. It's got to be over a year now. Well over a year. No. You've been doing the show with me for two or three years now, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Because you started when we were on WHO, right? Yep. Started WHO. So it's got to be two years now. Over two years. Just over, yeah. Yeah, and you're doing a great job, man. You're Jenny's favorite, by the way. Oh. She loves you. Yes, I moved ahead. 757 and some change. We'll be back after these fine words from our sponsors here on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to uh, the hour number two of Outdoors at Outdoors Dan. This hour is brought to you in part by our good friends at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, go check them out at your nearest Elite dealer. Archery Field and Sports is one of them. You can also find them at other places around the country, especially here in Iowa, St. Louis. Well, anywhere, really. Anybody that sells archery, if they don't have Elite, ask for it. And I'm shooting my Ritual 35. Absolutely love it. Any of the Ritual uh, 33, the 35, or the 30, all three of those are great platforms to shoot. And you will have a great time while you're doing it. If you want more information, just go to EliteArchery.com and you can see all the stuff. And, hey, you know what's really neat about Elite? If you're on a budget but you really want a higher-end bow, you can actually go to EliteArchery.com and pick the bow you want, build it, custom build it, and you can finance it there, and they'll ship it to your favorite archery shop like Archery Field and Sports. They'll get a part of that sale, and uh, they'll help set the bow up for you and everything else, and that way you can uh, you know, you know, can have a fine quality hunting buddy, and it won't break the budget when you're out there too. So go check that out, all for you at EliteArchery.com. Hey, let's head over to the phones, and our buddy Hans from High Mountain Seasoning is on. Hans, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. How are you doing, Dan? I'm good. How's things in Wyoming? Uh, it's a beautiful day here. Not a cloud in the sky. Oh, good for you guys. I talked to Brian the other day. He's getting pumped up for hunting season already. Yeah, I know. He's got a buffalo tag this year. <laughs> yeah. Boy, can you? I can't even imagine what you guys are going to do with that. Uh, between the snack sticks, the uh, jerky kits, and everything else, you guys are going to have buffalo coming out of your ears. I think so. You know, it, about, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, we had an employee and her husband both got a buffalo tag the same year, and I think they had about 2,000 pounds of meat. Wow. Yeah, they're they're a big they're a big critter, man. I tell you what. they're uh, And buffaloes, if, you, if someone's never had buffalo, buffalo's actually really good, isn't it, Hans? It is. It, you know, I mean, it's really, it's like a, it's almost like beef, but it's just not as fatty. Yeah. It, and uh, just don't overcook it exactly yeah you're right yeah if you if you don't overcook it you're you're going to be golden man i i gotta tell you the you guys have been so busy um first off uh, that jerky that you guys are making yourselves and selling it i was teasing brian i said you know bigfoot's got to be mad because you're you're just putting a whooping on his jerky (laughs) 
I think so too. It's a lot, I think it tastes a lot better. It is. There's no, it's not greasy. And what you, what, I know what my favorites are. What's your favorite? You know, I, I eat a lot of hickory. That's probably, um, that, that's probably my number one favorite. Yeah. And I, I like, like all, I, I like the original too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's definitely our number one seller. The original or the hickory? The original is our number one seller. Yeah, the the original and the hickory are my two favorite. The pepper is really good, but boy, I'm I'm a wimp when it comes to spicy stuff. That's got a little kick to it. <laughs> you are a wimp because I that barely has any. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I admit it. It's good, but but uh, boy, I tell you what, you know, and Hans, there's nothing better. You can they're so packable. You can throw that in your tackle box or. Put that in your hunting pack. You take, you know, if you sit out all day like I have to do half the time, you take a sandwich out there with you and a bag of jerky. You're set for the day. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, Brian was teasing me. I said, "Folks, they're really nice because they got a resell a resealable bag." And Brian goes, "Dan, how many? Be honest. How much do you really reseal that bag?" I said, "Thanks, thanks a lot, Brian. What are you saying?" <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah, it's pretty easy to eat a whole bag in a sitting. Yeah. Hey, how's the how's the burger fixings and stuff going? Uh, they're great. I mean, you know, I, I love using them myself. Um, you know, we've got what is it five? Uh, about I think five different ones now. Um, at least in the in the medium sized ones. But yeah, they're. Uh, I, I tend to use. I like my favorite's probably the salsa. Mm-hmm. Um, I I use them all, but uh, I really like that salsa seasoning. Now, what do you now? Are you are you doing now? You guys, I know you got your own fajita seasonings and stuff like that for the tacos and fajitas. But what are what are you what all are you using those burger burger fixings on? Um, you know, just making different different kinds of burgers. I like the the salt. The one I was talking about that salsa one. I like to do with um, bacon and um, pepper jack cheese a lot. That that's one of my favorites. Re- uh, w- with pepper jack cheese. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm guessing that you probably shy away from that if you think pepper's hot. <laughs> well, now come on, now I, the pepper jack cheese. If you if you um like, I'll make uh, bear burgers and I'll take a little pepper jack cheese. Um, and but if I smoke them, Hans, for some reason they're not as hot to me. Huh? Yeah, I I, I can see that. I don't know what if it cooks it out or or what, but now it, what what do you the Cajun cowboy seasoning? Um, I had a friend ask me, do you, can you use that on seafood stuff? That's funny you should say that because it's really, yeah, it's really good on like shrimp. Um, it, I mean, it, you can use it on just about anything. There's a, a lot of people at the office like it on popcorn and stuff, but, um, but it's really, it, it's really good uh, flavor on shrimp. Yeah. And I, uh, the original, that Western style burger seasoning is good on a lot of stuff too. Um, have you ever done that with your fajitas or anything? Um, I haven't done it with fajitas. I'm sure it would be good. Um, but, uh, I'm just, you know, I, I'm usually stick to our regular fajita seasoning. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't even eat fajitas anywhere except our home just cause I like that stuff so much. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it does make a big difference. Jenny makes a lot of that homemade, the chicken fajitas and steak fajitas. It's phenomenal when, uh, the way she does it. And you know, it's so good for you. I've dropped 21 pounds. I'm trying to eat better. And, you know, it's night and day difference fixing it at home versus going out to eat it. It is. Um, you know, there's there's some good places to go, but uh, at least at our home, it's I, it's usually pretty good. Yeah. Now, hey, what do you guys got going on this time of year as far as uh, new stuff or anything new for uh, um, the brines or smoking or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, you know what? We, we've got um, our buckboard uh, 
We've got a new, it's um, it's an actual baking cure for doing pork bellies. And so we're going to have an original and a black pepper brown sugar. And that'll be coming out at the end of this month. Um, and then actually one of the, other, we, we've just uh, done a new website, um, which is pretty cool. It's got lots of really neat uh, mouth-watering pictures and stuff. Um, I think it's a little more easy to navigate. So that's kind of the new stuff going on here. Okay. Now, and I'm actually on your site right now. When did you guys start doing field dressing tools? Um, you know, we've done them for probably, I bet we've been doing them for five or six years. You know, we, we've done a, we partnered with a lot of TV shows and things with Outdoor Edge. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a good compliment. You know, they're out of Colorado. We're in Wyoming. We're not that far apart. And um, they have a lot of good folks that work for them. And um, we just we just partnered on a lot of stuff. So we, we started selling some of the tools that, are, that frankly, our customers um, find very useful, you know, so... Now, if someone's making, uh, we're getting ready to start our deer season here in a few weeks. Um, the uh, inner city hunts are going to start September 15th, and then uh, we'll, our regular season will kick off uh, December 1st. And I still think the biggest staple for venison for deer hunting is uh, deer burgers and uh, deer, you know, making people making deer dogs and deer mm-hmm. broths and stuff like that. What do you, now, what do you like to do on your deer burgers? Um, you know, I, it's, it's probably not that much different than just regular burgers, but um, you know, I'm I'm kind of a I'm kind of a bacon and pepper jack cheese guy. That's probably one of my favorites. I like avocado on them too. Uh huh. You know. Now, do you what what burger fla- uh, burger stuff do you use when you do your deer burgers? Um, like I was saying before, I my probably my my number one go to is our, is our uh, Fiesta salsa burger seasoning. Okay, um, but. You know, garlic pepper's great, the zesty western. Um, just It just kind of depends what mood you're in. All right. Now, one of the things, and you and I have talked about this before, for folks that like lemon, chi- lemon chicken or, you know, if you're going to smoke chicken or, or if you're going to mm-hmm. grill it, your salmon rub, and I know Scotty Laseth is where I got this from, yeah. but it works amazing for making lemon chicken. You know, that that salmon rub, I, I love that on salmon. I don't eat salmon without putting that on, but... Uh, it is excellent on chicken. It's got so many different kind of flavor profiles in there and that citrus and the herbs and stuff like that. It really does. It does well on chicken. Yeah, it does. And you can use it on trout and salmon for everybody going up Northeast Iowa. If you're going up there yep. trout fishing, uh, if you take that and flay them out, use that, use that salmon rub on there. And boy, I tell you what, it really helps, uh, the flavor profile. If you, I don't care if you're grilling it or smoking it or whatever, that's that really works well. Well, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So now let's talk a little bit about the jerky kits. Um, I like the variety packs myself, and uh, just you know, because I can change them up a little bit. What what's yep. your what's your favorite there, buddy? Um, you know, I I find myself doing a lot of the the hunters blends. Mm-hmm. Um, that, is that still your most popular? Um, a, you know, a, the original blend just kills it. You know, every year after year. I mean, that is just uh, our number one seller. But um, the Hunter's Blend, um, it kind of has elements of like the like the hickory, which I was saying I liked before. But it's got it's also got a little bit of heat in it too, which I like. I like a little bit of spice. Yeah, and I know uh, I know I've had some people tell me they like the teriyaki. The mm-hmm. that's very popular. It uh, is that that's been a strong seller for years. And I, I actually got people that are putting pineapple in with that teriyaki, making their strips, their sticks and stuff. And Hans, I tell you what, I've had one of those. It's pretty good. 
Um, I, I bet that would be pretty good. Yeah. I, I haven't actually done that, but I, I just know in the flavor profile that that'd be excellent. Yeah. Uh, the infernal blend is not for me. <laughs> that, that is, you actually have to uh, be very careful when you open the package, just because it, it is so spicy. And when we blend that, it, it's done in a, like a, a room with people with hazmat suits and gas because <laughs> it will it it, it, it will hurt you. Um, but it's it's definitely for people that like spicy. Yeah. Now the bourbon barbecue blend was good. I tried that last year. I like that. Uh huh. Yeah. It's got a it's just got a good mellow flavor to it. Okay, now someone's doing this for the first time. Can you explain how to do it with the kit real quick? Absolutely. Um, you know, in, inside the kit, we have the cure packet, the seasoning packet, uh, and the instructions. Um, and it's all laid out in the instruction pack. But basically, um, you, you measure out the right amount of cure and seasoning for the, the poundage of meat that you have after you cut them up in strips. Um, you let it uh, cure in a Ziploc bag or something in the refrigerator for 24 hours. And then you just put it in your uh, oven or smoker, and um, for it's generally maybe a couple of hours. It just has to reach an internal temperature of about 165 degrees to be safe. And then, how much of the venison? How much weight wise? How much do you need per kit? Um, if you're doing whole muscle jerky, uh, it'll be uh, 15. It'll do 15 pounds of meat. Okay. Um, and that's 10 to 12 for uh, the uh, ground meat. Yeah, and then what's your cure time? I mean, in the oven, it's just it's just a few hours, isn't it? Yeah, tip, tip, it, it, it honestly, it always depends on your oven or smoker because they they're all different. Um, but typically, it's about two hours when I do it. Yeah, and if you got a pellet smoker, folks, it's it's really easy to do it on your pellet smoker because you can set the, the desired temperature you want and leave it. You don't have to watch it like you do in the oven. Yeah, and those are becoming r- really popular. Well, yeah, they've been going around for a long time. What's your favorite of the the jerky kits? Uh, as far as I know, uh, the Hunter's Blend and the original for me. Uh, that bur- that bourbon barbecue was good. Um, have you? What do you think about the spicy lime? I haven't had that yet. Um, I really like spicy lime. Um, that's that's the last um, jerky kit we've come out with. Um, it's just a really. Um, I mean, it's just <laughs> spicy lime. You'd, it almost makes you, you know, want to have a Corona or something when you're having it. It goes pretty good on those. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's just a good fun flavor. Yeah. Now, hey, that uh, I did try your uh, chipotle dip uh, the other day. That was pretty good, and that it oh, had, it had a little kick, but I could eat it. I mean, it was still it was good, and the guac dip is amazing. Well, thank you. Yeah, our, our dip mixes are pretty good. I I like them a lot. And uh, I think Brian said that the salsa uh, with uh, if you got a garden, folks, if you got tomatoes at home. Get that high mountain salsa dip mix and try it with tomatoes out of your garden. It's it really will beat anything you'll find in, in on the shelf as far as a pre made salsa. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's super easy. You just yeah, you just chop up your tomatoes um, that you canned and, and dump that in, and, and you're off and running. Yeah. Now I got to ask you, Hans. Uh, what are you going to do? What what would you do with leftover turkey with your stuff? Have you ever made turkey jerky? Um, I have. Um, yeah, and, uh, it, you know, it's the same process as making it with beef. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can do it with, you can do it with duck breast. You can do it with, uh, goose breast. Um, it's, it, it's all real, really good. Thank you for mentioning that. I was going to ask you that. And when I brought you back from commercial, I tell you what, let me take a quick break. When we come back for all my waterfowl hunters out there. I get a lot of comments and Hans, I'm sure you've heard this as well for people going out snow goose hunting. What do you, it just, it doesn't taste good. What do you, you know, what are you going to do with them? 
Yep. We're going to give you an alternative. And actually, Scotty Laseth, uh, I got to, I, you know, I, it's hard to get Scott on the show anymore. He's so busy. I mean, he's got I, those two shows now. But the guy uh, is, travels all over the country. I know he's cooking for somebody every day. It's amazing. When we come back, we're going to tell you what to do with your waterfowl, and it is really, really delicious. So hang on for me. We'll be right back here on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to Outdoors at Outdoors, Dan, on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old USA. My guest is Hans from High Mountain Seasonings, and we're talking about how to make your 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 game that you're out there pursuing taste even better. Now, for all my waterfowl buddies, I, I've heard this, Hans. Uh, whenever I have, I do get Scott on the show. We talk, and uh, not only him, but Hank uh, Hank Shaw and a couple yep. other my outdoor cooking buddies. Um when we talk about waterfowl, people, you know, it, they don't like the taste of it or, you know, it, it tastes like liver. Well, if you, if you're having that, you're, first of all, you're overcooking it and yeah. you don't want to overcook your waterfowl. And the first thing you need to do with all of your game birds, I don't care if it's quail, pheasant, chucker, um, turkey, uh, dove, brine it. And, you know, uh, if you don't know how to do a, a kosher salt brine, Hans at High Mountain Seasoning's got a great brine, and you've had that out for a long time. It's super easy to use. Yeah, I mean, literally, you just you dump it in a gallon bucket of water and um, and toss your birds in. Yeah, and it works great, and that's going to help you maintain moisture when you're cooking it. It won't be dry; it'll be nice and moist and tasty. Uh, it breaks down to conjunctive tissue as well, so it makes it softer or, or just easier to chew. Um, uh, but for my waterfowl friends out there, um, you, have you ever made goose sausage? Cause if you haven't, that is such an easy way to do it. And Hans is delicious. Yeah. You know, it, it, people don't think about it, but honestly, you can, if you get a whole bunch of snow geese or a whole bunch of mallards or whatever, you can grind it up and then, uh, add a little bit of pork to it. It's all in our instructions, but you can make bratwurst out of it. You can make, um, we've even done summer sausage with it, um, it uh, it's just it's a totally different way that people don't think about that that they can use up their waterfall that way. Yeah, I, uh, we're actually streaming the show on Facebook Live right now, and Jared uh, Jared Gross just wanted to know how long do you soak it in the brine? Uh, Hans, I don't I don't know about you, but I like to do at least for uh, four to five hours. It depends on the bird. If it's quail or pheasant, I'll do it for three or four hours in the refrigerator, or I'll do it in uh, I'll throw it in a, uh, like my grizzly cooler, ice it down. Just want to make sure it's yep. clean. How long, but I mean, how long do you brine your stuff? You know, typically just overnight. And then you want to make sure that, uh, you, uh, you definitely want to wash off the brine after it's been, uh, been soaking. So it's not too salty tasting. Yeah. But boy, that doesn't that, does that not make a huge difference compared to not doing it? I'm, I yeah. mean, the, the moistness of your finished product is, is it's night and day difference. It is night and day difference. I'm telling you, you know, and I didn't even think about goose brats. That sounds delicious. You know, they're fantastic. And, um, you know, you want to add a little bit of pork. Um, if you do it, if you're using just plain, uh, duck or goose breast, it, it needs a little moisture in there. Um, but they're, they're phenomenal. Yeah, uh, that is good. I, you know, and Scotty's been making goose sausage forever. I mean, he, he cooks that for people all over the country and he, they love it. 
Yeah, it, it's just a, it's a way that people don't, you know, they just really don't think, don't realize they can do that with it, but uh, it's it's very easy to do. Well, and it's a great way to make sure that we're using the resource for everything. We're just not out there, you know, not using them when we uh, we take them out of the field. But, uh, right. yeah, so now, hey, now, what about the, what is the bacon stuff, uh, the sticky buns and uh, the the, uh, the sriracha and stuff? What what are, what are those again? Yeah, well, it's something we came out with a few years ago, and it's actually seasoning that you sprinkle on your bacon while you're cooking. And, uh, you know, it, we, we've actually made bacon better, if you can believe that. <laughs> yeah, you can't, how do you, uh, you know, the, the, tell them about the sticky bun. Yeah, I mean, it basically tastes like a sticky bun. And then we've got the the, the original one was the black pepper brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a sweet and savory. And then we've got the pineapple sriracha, which is uh, pine, pineapple flavor with some heat. Um, and they're all excellent. They're great. If you if you want to make, like, the ultimate cheeseburger with bacon on it, season your bacon and, and then put that on there. You know what? Uh, the brown sugar, that's awesome on pork chops. Have you ever put that on pork? Yeah, and and truthfully, that pineapple sriracha, it's good on on, on just about everything. Um, one one of the guys that we work with, he um, he mixes it with um, he does half sour cream, half mayo, and then that pineapple sriracha seasoning, uh-huh. and then uses it for uh, he'll fry up either fish or uh, wild turkey, uh, and then dip it in that sauce. It's it's excellent. Oh, that sounds good. I'll have to try that. Of course, yeah, now how hot is it though? Has it got a lot of heat? Um. It, you can definitely taste the spice, but I, I don't know. We'll have to. I think we'll. You'll have to try it and get back with us. Yeah, I'll let you know if it's if it's if it's too hot for wimpy me. I you know, Laceth always gives me trouble too. It's just <laughs> I, I'm just I can't help it. I'm getting old, man. So, <laughs> are you going to get out in the field, or are you just going to be? Are you up to your neck and spices all year? <laughs> you know what? The, the hardest thing for me is our busiest time of year is, is fall. Uh, it's also you know the time I love to to hunt, but. I do manage to get out and uh, I hunt our ranch and uh, we've got elk and deer and uh, I, I don't have an antelope tag this year, but I've got some good friends from Montana coming down. Oh, good uh, for you. Yeah. And we'll, I'll, I'll take them out too. So, yeah, well, that's all I get to go. I'm going to South, what, uh, Southeast Colorado here in a couple of weeks to try to get an elk. And I'm hoping I do, man, I tell you what elk and moose, man, is that not the best of the deer family? Uh, it is, it is very good. I've, I've actually never shot a moose, but I've, I've, packed out some of my buddies and uh and they've given me meat it's it's excellent yeah it, it really is all right if they want to see more of uh, high mountain seasonings you just you got a really easy website we just kind of talked about it a little bit what's the uh what's the website address uh it's www.himtnjerky.com you can also go to outdoorsdan.com and you'll find a link to, to high mountain seasonings just look under radio sponsors and, the, and Hans and everybody's right there. And then, hey, uh, don't forget, you can find them at Sportsman's Warehouse or a sporting goods store near you. A lot of folks carry High Mountain products. And Hans, thanks for making cooking the outdoors easy, man. It's uh, you, do, you guys have been doing it for a long time, and you've been a great partner. I really appreciate you. Well, we appreciate you, Dan. Thanks for having us on. All right, buddy. You let me know if you need anything, and uh, can we get you back on before the holidays? Yeah, you betcha. Just let me know. I will, buddy. Have a safe fall, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. We'll see you. Thanks, Hans. All right. There he goes. Hans Hommel from High Mountain Seasoning. Super nice guy. Just a just a super nice guy. Great partner to work with. And if you haven't tried the snack sticks or the uh, jerky kits, you need to do that. There's it's so much fun. You could kids love to do it at home. Uh, check them out and uh, tell me and bring some by the radio station. I would love to sample it. Andrew and I would be more than happy to do that for you. 
826 and some change. Let me take a real quick break, and we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to 1350 ESPN Outdoors at Outdoors Dan. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. Dave Biagis has got some August Chef specials going on right now. Listen to this. Sicilian meatballs. How about that? Campanera di Parma de Pasta Nero. I'm probably saying that wrong. Potato Parmesan crusted tilapia. Key lime pie. Well, it keeps, okay, it's just looping now. So not only do they have the great greatest sauce in town, in my humble opinion, but they also got lasagna. They've got uh, seafood. They've Now you can get potato crusted uh, tilapia, Sicilian meatballs, now, this, now, those are for August. And the Campanera di Parmanata Pastanata. I know I'm not saying that right. <laughs> Andrew's over there laughing at me. Quit laughing at me, Andrew. Hey, now, I'm telling you, if you are out in the fair, I know the fair is going on today and tomorrow, and then that's done for the year. And But uh, you want some really good vittles? Uh, well, just call 221-9900 and say, hey, I would like a pronto pack, and that'll get you your poise, your uh, your uh, choice of pastas, breads, salads, and all that other fun stuff. They're located right there off University Avenue, and you can even ask them for that campanera pasta pasta Nevada. Well, you quit laughing at me, and uh, I'm telling you, it'll it's it's all good because it's Biagi's. Go check them out two two one nine nine hundred and tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. All right, I think we got Smelter on the line. Let's go see what Smoking Joe's is up to this morning. Good morning there, you truck hustler. <laughs> How's it going this morning? You know, I got to tell you, I, I love my truck. I I, 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 I did. I went and I, wa- I got it washed. I was up in Ankeny yesterday. I stopped by the dealership and ran it through. Cliffy and them guys helped me spruce it up. And that, uh, Joe, I'm, folks, and I'm not bragging, so please don't take it like I'm bragging. <laughs> but I just, I, I love my truck. I just sat there. I just sat there in the car wash, and I was playing with all the controls, and it's just like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, this is my favorite vehicle I've ever owned in my life. <laughs> I don't know if you, you shouldn't have sold me this one, Joe, because it might be a while before I you know, get a I've chance to. Hurt myself, you you kind of you kind of messed yourself up a little bit on this one, buddy. Yeah. That every six months sale from you, I, I can't probably expect those much anymore. Well, it wasn't every six months. Gosh, don't say <laughs> that. I'm getting enough grief as it is. Yeah. Let's hope that Jenny isn't listening. Oh, she's one. listening. Oh, I guarantee man. you she's listening. Right? In hot water. Yeah, it was 11 <laughs> months. And the only reason I did it is because you gave me a really super deal. I couldn't say no to it. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's an awesome. We've been selling a ton of them since. I mean, I think you were, you started the new trend. Uh, that trail boss is amazing. All right. Now, one more time. What is the little feature for the on the on that selector for the, the tow hauling or the little racing flag? If I put it on that green racing flag, what does that exactly do? Makes the truck go faster. Okay, why? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What it'll do is when you turn that, it helps with um, acceleration is what it does. It'll just give it different different shifting points is what it'll do. So does that make your gas mileage better or worse? Not better, no. Okay, no. so I'm going to leave that off then. Yeah, because I like my not like an eco button or anything like that. They don't have those on the trucks. So. so it just gives you a little more pep in your accelerations. What it does, correct? Yep. Well, I don't need yep. that. That truck's peppy enough. 
Yeah. That's good. Okay. All right. Well, I was, I, I forgot. And it's like, hey, what did he say that was for? <laughs> I don't remember. You know? So, <laughs> shut up, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew, knock it off. Man. I'm telling you, I'm going to have to get me a new producer, man. He's over there just making fun of me. So, I love, no, I love, I love the features on that thing, man. The, 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 the drop, I was showing off the drop my, the drop the tailgate button feature again. Yeah. Yeah. I love. And then the heated steering wheel too. That's always nice. You know, I, I, I really don't care about that to be honest with oh, you. Oh, you will though. I, I don't know if I'll care about that. The you heated, will. the heated seats are nice if my back's hurting and yeah. you know, it's nice. You put that on there and it's like getting a heat massage while you're driving. <laughs> I guarantee you, come November, December, you'll call me and be like, you know what, Joe? I doubted you, but that heated steering wheel, that is something else. All right. Well, if I, I we'll see if it, we'll see. I might, you know, but it's <laughs> just, I don't know. But, um, man, I, yeah, I tell you what, uh, I was talking to Munson yesterday. I just said that thing is amazing. So I, uh, I'm really, really happy. Now, hey, where did you say the shutoff valve or button for the, the plug-in in the back of the bed of the bed truck is oh it's right in it. so it's you got your climate controls your left and your right one yeah so it's down there in your line of, of buttons oh it's so it's, okay it's, i know where it's at okay it's in that roll yeah, there yeah okay yeah and it shows a little plug on there so you just hit that button to turn it on and off okay now so if the so light that, is lit it's on or off if the light is lit it's on okay all right yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's all I need to do. And then know. the truck has to be running for it to work. So. Okay. It does have to be running. Correct. Okay. All right. All right, man. Well, that thanks, Joe. I appreciate you coming on talking yeah. about my vehicle. That's uh, that's always. <laughs> the, so, what, what do you got going for the folks out there listening today? Uh, the big addition that we've added uh, since we spoke last. Well, was sure. Zero. Yeah, zero percent financing again, right? Yeah, but not on the trail, boss. Oh, I was going to okay. say that, but I, I didn't want to mess with you. That yeah, thanks. Point. Okay, well, that makes me feel a little better because I was waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. But they have 0% financing on Tahoe's and Spurgeon's. Uh We've had it before in the past, but they, they started the month off without it, but they just added it just last week. So you got uh, 0% financing for 72 months on all the 19 Tahoe's and Suburbans because there are some 20s on the ground. Uh, so they're just trying to push, you know, the 19th off a lot and make some room for the 20s. So that's that's how through the end of the month, which, excuse me, on something like that, that's a huge, huge offer. So that's that's always nice to have on those. Okay. All right. Where can and they then, find? Um, go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. I, go ahead. You're good. Go ahead. And then uh, we got 0% on some of the Silverados, not the Trail Boss, but uh, on some of your LT models we have uh, – the zero percent as well as your RST. So, did, did you keep uh, my Did you keep my white truck? Are you selling that? Uh, yeah, we'll keep it. I don't know if we've sold it or not, so I haven't looked over there. If someone's looking for a used truck, you should go look for my white Silverado. It's a It's a 2018. It only had like seventeen, eighteen thousand miles on it. It's got a bed liner. Yep. It's got a tonneau cover. Go see yep. Smelter because whoever gets that's going to get a, a fully loaded truck. So absolutely, it's yeah. a super nice truck and it keeps it in great condition. It's got good tires on there too for anybody who likes an aggressive tire. Yeah, tw- like that. So 20, 20 ply tires on there. Yep. No, they're 10 plies, Joe. <laughs> oh, tw- I thought you said 10. I'd no, I said 20. I just want to see if you listen to me or not. Some days. Yeah, I hear you. All right. <laughs> All right. Where can they find you, Smelter? I'll be here till 6. I am at the office today, just so you know. Oh, know my. That's always a question that you ask. Yeah, well, I'll be here till. Wow. <laughs> I'll be here till 6 p.m. today. 
Uh, it's 1101 Southeast Oral Labor at the Rock in Ankeny. All right, Joe. Thanks for everything, buddy. I love my truck. Always. Thank you. Bye. There he goes, smoking Joe Smelter. Go. He saves me a ton of money, folks. He'll do the same thing for you. All right, hey, uh, real quickly, the TV show, if you haven't checked out Outdoors Traditions, we're running every Monday night at 9.30 Central Time on My Outdoor TV. Just click the Live TV button. You don't have to subscribe to it. If you just click Live TV, that's all Hunt Channel shows right there that they stream live, and uh, you can do that uh, on My Outdoor TV in your home, your computer, your phone, whatever. If you want to watch the archives, just go to the Hunt Channel app and you can watch uh, the last couple seasons of Outdoors Traditions TV. You can also find us on Carbon TV on Thursdays and that's all free. Or you can go to GameHide.com. They're starting to upload the TV show for this season there as well. Hey, uh, there was a fish kill on Little Makokota River. Uh, The DNR is checking that out. Uh, They had a 10-mile stretch of the little Makokota starting up uh, Upworth and running downstream to Durango, uh, starting at the Gun Club Road. And they found thousands of dead, mostly rough fish and minnows, but they're checking to uh, see what uh, what caused the problem there. So hopefully they figure that out. And what am, uh, is my live? Are we still streaming? Oh, Chad Irving, good to see you, buddy. Daniel Allen, Thomas Harris, Randy Clark, thanks for watching us on Facebook Live. So we'll see what's going on with that. Hey, uh, uh, let me hit a real quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about the Hunt Iowa social event happening on Monday. Uh, We'll have a lot of fun with that. And then trivia is up too. So we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. Grandma and Grandpa used to play. Then I'll all right, welcome back to Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. The Hunt Iowa social event is going to be August 19th, which is Monday. It's a coalition of outdoor organizations, and they're hosting an open house showing opportunities to get you involved in the outdoors through hunting, shooting, sports, and fishing. Now, this is going to be from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Sailorville Fire Department. That's 211 Northwest 54th Avenue in Des Moines. They're going to have a whole bunch of people like Pheasants Forever, Duck Unlimited, stuff like that. Uh, there's going to be retailers on hand to answer questions, discuss different ways to get involved, or to increase hunting knowledge and skills. The first 150 people to show up, you're going to get a coupon for a free sandwich and a drink. Uh, attendees who pre-register will be entered in drawing for prizes. If you want more information about this, you can get a hold of Jamie Cook, who is an Iowa State Coordinator for Pheasants Forever. His number is 859 859- Seven seven nine zero two two two. That's eight five nine seven seven nine zero two two two, and uh, they'll hook you up. But I'll be out there visiting with everybody, and I look forward to that. Hey, September twenty first, I'll be back out at Sportsman's talking about urban deer hunting, and uh, we'll have some fun with that. And uh, I think that's it for right now. So eight forty six and some change, Andrew. It's that time. There you go. That means only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia challenge is up on deck. If you have not uh, won anything in the last six, uh, 30 days and you are 18 years of age or older, you can give us a call, 244-1350, 244-1350, and we'll get you hooked up. Trivia Today is brought to you by the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry. Are you afraid to go to the dentist? Don't be afraid to go. Go see my friends at Advanced Family Dentistry over there at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi-Yegi 
is my dentist. He'll take great care of you as well as he does me. And the reason I call him Obi-Wan Kenobi is because I don't have any fear of going to the dentist because he uses his dental force. That's right. He uses the force to make sure that I am calm and collective and everything's as gentle and as uh, not pain-free as possible. And he does a great job with that. I've had crowns, fillings, cleanings, and uh, Scott and the staff do a wonderful job. Not only is Dr. Yegi there, but you got Dr. Brandt, Dr. Stewart, and Dr. Williams, four great dentists to take care of you and your family and make you as comfortable as possible while you're there. They can do general dentistry, cleanings, fillings, cavities, root canals, uh, crowns, you name it. They can even do a crown while you are there. You don't have to wait anymore and get a temporary. They can do your crown the same day right there for you at Advanced Family Dentistry. They can also help you get the smile you always wanted, like with the Invisalign, which is nice. Nobody will even know that you're getting your smile fixed while you're doing it, which is awful cool. If you want more information about Advanced Family Dentistry, go check them out at AnkeniSmiles.com or give them a holler Monday through Friday at 964-1490-964-1490. And don't forget, when you leave there, you know what they're going to say to you? May the floss be with you. Good, good folks over there at Advanced Family Dentistry. All right, we're going to start with Mark this morning. Mark is online. Mark, good morning. How are you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. If, did, Mark, didn't you just win? Did you win no. last week? You didn't win last week. I'm calling for a buddy of mine. Well, no, you got you got you got to have him call in, Mark, because we can only let you win every thirty days. Oh, I tried. That's all right, buddy. Thanks, but call me back. Call me. What did you do? Recognize my voice? Right, yeah. Well, not only that, but they we got a thing here, and it shows it pops up if you won in the last thirty days. Well, I'm sure of that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I that, tried. That, no, that's all right. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, want to make sure we get everybody in every thirty days, and you know, I know, I know it's hard to keep track of sometimes, but that's all right. All right, two four four thirteen fifty, two four four thirteen fifty. If you want to call in, let's go. Say, I think we got Tony on the line here. Well, hang on, I got to wait for Andrew to get caught up here. All right, are you caught up? Let's go say hi to Tony. Tony, good morning. How are you doing? Hey, Dan. How are you doing, bud? All right. All right, Tony, I've got a Cyclops flashlight. I've got an Arctic ice block or a Kershaw knife. What are you thinking? Oh, I was hoping you were giving away the thing for the locker. Not today, bud. You want to call me back in a week or two? We can do it then. Okay, thanks. All right, that's all right, Tony. Thanks, bud. Bye. All right. All right, so today we've got, uh, uh, for our prizes, we got a, a Cyclops flashlight, which is a headlamp. We've got an Arctic ice block, which is worth $17. The flashlights were 15 or we've got an RP RBK skinning knife, which is really nice for uh, when you're out there doing your caping and all that uh, from Kershaw. That's worth 17. So actually that might be worth 19. Actually. I think those are almost 20 bucks, but that's what I use. I carry those in my back and what's, what's really nice. They got reusable blades. So you'll have a nice sharp knife and uh, help you get that cape and everything off when you're out there in the field. Andrew's uh, ready to go here. Uh, we're going to go say hi to Buck. Buck is up first, I believe, so we'll see what he is up to. Good morning, Buck. How are you? Good morning. I'm just fine. Oh, I'm glad to hear that, man, friend. Hey, uh, you want to go for the headlight from Cyclops, the Arctic Ice, or the Kershaw knife, that RBK skinning knife? What's the, what's the headlight again? It's a Cyclops uh, headlight lamp, so it goes. It's got the band, and you put it around your head, and that's what I use when I keep those. They're great, super bright. Keeps your hands free when you're out there dragging a deer, or if you're trailing, or whatever. I'll go for that headlight. Yeah, uh, that's a good choice, man. I, that's what I carry two of them in my pack all the time. 
All right, you want a hunting or a fishing question? Oh, I suppose I'll try fishing question. All right, what do you call the little metal things that are attached to your rod that your line goes through? What are those called? The eyes. Eyes or guides. I would have took either one of them, buddy. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, you hang on. We're going to call you back after the show to get your info, so make sure we, we get a hold of you so uh, we can put you on the prize list, okay? Yes, sir. All right, Buck. Thanks. for appreciate you listening, man. Thanks, Reed. There, You're welcome. All right, who is up next, Andrew? I didn't see the uh, I didn't see the board there. All right, let's go say hi to Doug this morning. Doug, good morning. How are you doing today? Good, good. Well, uh, what are you doing today? Anything exciting? I'm just doing a little mowing. All right, there you go. Doug, you want to go for that Arctic Ice Block, or do you want to go for that Kershaw, that RBK Kershaw knife? We'll go to the Kershaw knife. You want to go for that? You want a hunting or a fishing question? Uh, let's go to the hunting. Uh, if I was coos deer hunting, would I be hunting in Texas, Alabama, or New York City? Hmm. I don't know. Tex- I'm Texas? That's what I'm thinking. Texas? That would be a good guess there, Doug. Ding, ding, ding. Tax least Texas or Mexico, or Mexico, right in that area. Uh, you got a Kershaw knife, man. Uh, did Andrew get your phone number? He got my phone number. All yeah. right. Well, we'll call you back after the show, pal. Thanks for tuning in. You bet. Thanks. Thank you. All right. We're going to go say hi to Michelle this morning and see what Michelle is up to. How you doing, kiddo? I'm good. What are you up to today? Uh, just getting ready for the day and listening to your show. Well, that's kind of you. Thank you for that. Can I interest you in a fantastic Arctic ice block? Sure. Do you know what Arctic ice is? I do. Oh, you do? Now, do you, have you, yeah. do you guys use that? Yes. Yeah, this is the Alaskan. This is my favorite. So this is a mid-range one too, Michelle. So you'll, okay. you, it works great for coolers and everything else. Would you like great. a hunting or a fishing question? I will take a fishing question. Okay. What do you call the, the thing that you attach to your lure that goes on your reel? What is that called? And I'll give you a hint. What, okay. did, what did guys used to always give you, uh, when, you know, when you were dating or, uh, in high school, they were, they would throw you a what? A line. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right. You know, I would be really good on password, don't you think? I would have made a lot of money. You bet. I'm telling you. Hey, Michelle, we're going to call you back after the show, but thanks for listening. We really appreciate that. Okay, thank you much. You're welcome. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks, you too. Thank you very much. There you go. I was hoping hoping she'd get that, Andrew. Throw her a line. Uh, That was pretty Mm -hmm. good. Yeah, well, I I wanted everybody to win. You'd be a great game show host in general. Yeah, the Joker's wild. (laughs) Yes. There you go. All right. I got my bear back from Jones Brothers Taxidermy. Dave and Harv, you did an amazing job. And uh, if you're if you out there this year and you get lucky enough and you want to mount uh, one of your game animals and make a memory, uh, call my friends at Jones Brothers Taxidermy, 249-4362. Dave's retired now. We got to keep him busy. He's, he's, he's loafing. So 249-4362 and uh, take your stuff out there to Mitchellville and they'll take wonderful care of you out there i'm telling you that's awesome man that's it we got the show done efficiently early today i am i'm so excited even more than normal i like it yeah i'm telling you so uh (laughs) no i'm not i'm not even going to repeat that on the air Uh, all right guys come on 
No. It's a family show. Yeah, what kind of line are you giving her? I'm not giving any lines. I said that's what people used to say to her. You know, what would you throw it? I didn't do anything. Isn't that part of a verse in a song? Uh, I don't know. What song? I don't listen to anything unless it's in the... I'm stuck in the 80s, man. Oh, you don't listen to songs? No. Well, if it's in the 80s, Kansas, Sticks, REO, Missouri, moving on. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, you know, uh, what Chicago? else? Chicago. I like Chicago. Dan Fogelberg. Um, hmm. John, uh, De- John Denver. Oh, gotta love John Denver. John Denver. Alabama. Classic. Yeah. Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner. Uh, Marshall Tucker Band. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, Billy Joel. Who You cannot go wrong with Billy Joel. No. Well, you could, but. Yeah. Well. It'd be pretty tough. Yeah, I like Billy Joel. You know, I like I said, I'm I know I'm, I'm I know I just some of the newer stuff I just can't listen to it. Even the new country. Ugh. Well, I've seen it more of a shift towards country it's, rock. It's pop. It's not even rock. And they've even categorized it separately. You know, Marshall Tucker Band was that was Southern Fried Country. You know, that was good stuff. You know, that was true country. Creedence Creed C C R. Oh. Perfect. I see that bad moon right now. See, that's that's good stuff. Oh yeah, not my thing. London, all kind. Yeah. yeah, I'm just yeah. That was not CCR. Well, I'm talking about songs. That was somewhere. Warren Zevant. Yeah. What what, folks? What am I going? You that was in a movie called Werewolf of London. I know. I said I was liking that song. Uh huh. Okay. I just want to make sure you're not confusing your musical re- repertoire. Oh no! If I did, my wife would uh, yeah. wife would be pretty upset with me. Yeah, big football draft next week, yes, Thursday. Very excited. Yeah, are you excited? I'm, I'm excited to win. <laughs> I'm all excited. about winning. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll see. I'm Meathead not... Rob Lowe's are going to win this year. The what? Meathead Rob Lowe's. Is that who your team is? Yeah. The Meathead Rob Lowe's. Love that commercial. It's stuck with me ever, ever since. Meathead Rob Lowe's. Speaking of meat, did you see that spam? Spam. Has got a new flavor out, pumpkin spice spam. I'm I not, didn't think I, they could go any further. I'm not I making really that didn't. up. Pumpkin spice spam. Wow. This pumpkin spice thing has gone way too far, folks. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's all over. That is going to wrap it up for me. I want to thank all of our sponsors, our partners that help you bring the show each and every week. Thanks for checking us out on Facebook Live. If you need more information about the show, go check us out at OutdoorsDan.com or 1350ESPN's website. You can view the stream or the uh, download there. And uh, until next week, God bless. And uh, get out there and make the outdoors great again. We'll see you next week, folks. Goodbye!